There are a few different kinds of players. There are the aggressive players that want to win as fast as possible. There are the technical players that focus on synergy and combos. Then there are the players that are comfortable sitting back, building their defenses, and striking back out of the blue for a decisive victory. This episode is all about shoring up your defenses to withstand whatever may come your way. You can do this with the ability Defender. Hello and welcome to this episode of Magic the Athering Under the Hood. I'm your host, Chris. This podcast is all about taking a deeper dive into the abilities and mechanics of Magic the Gathering. This episode, it's just me, again. And uh, at the top of the episode, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can do so by emailing us at mtgunderthehood at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at mtgunderthehood. And so, I know I didn't do a deck of the week last week, but... uh, this past week, I built a new deck using uh, Ixroll Herald of Atraxa, and this one is all about Infect and Toxic. It's a 2-5 uh, Phyrexian Angel uh, for a generic, a green, a white, and a black, so it's Absan colors. And it has Flying Vigilance Toxic 2, and I covered Toxic in our last episode. And uh, it also has Corrupted at the beginning of my instep. Uh, for each opponent that has three or more poison counters, they exile the top of their library face down, and I get to look at it, and I get to play it and use mana of any color. So that one I only play tested one-on-one, but it was still a powerhouse just because I also have cards from the original Mirrodin, uh, sorry, the Scars of Mirrodin block, which is back whenever it was just straight Infect. And so that one, it was a powerhouse. It definitely... Definitely needs to have a four-player pod. All right, words to live by. I only got one today, and uh, I know that we've talked about it a little bit, but uh, it's rule zero, and that's the unwritten rule, namely in the commander format, in which you discuss things. For example, if you're using proxy cards, you're using cards from, like, unsets, stuff like that, or even discussing power levels. This is uh, before you even start the game. You have a rule zero conversation. And rule zero is all about communication. All right, so on to the show focus. Defender was introduced in alpha with walls, and how it originally was, was the creature type walls was worded on the card, this creature can't attack. It was later eroded to all walls had Defender, and it was keyworded in Champions of Kamigawa. Now, to the comp rules for Defender, you're looking at 702.3 Defender. 702.3A, Defender is a static ability. 702.3B, a creature with Defender can't attack. 702.3C, multiple instances of Defender on the same creature are redundant. And if you are paying attention, this is an evergreen ability. So, uh, kind of going back to basics a little bit on this one. Defender can be found in all colors. Uh, There are 56 in white, 65 in blue, 25 in black, 33 in red, 36 in green, 9 multicolored, and 46 colorless, namely artifacts. Uh, Sorry, artifact creatures. Now, the featured cards that I have is actually really cool because I actually have a couple of them in my hand right now because of the first card that I'm going to talk about. And that first card is Arcades, the Strategist. It's a legendary creature, Elder Dragon. It costs a generic green, white, and blue. It has Flying Vigilance. It's a 3-5. 
And whenever a creature with Defender enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. And each creature you control with Defender assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power and can attack as though it didn't have Defender. So, as you can tell, it's a legendary creature, so this is the head of one of my commander decks. Hence the reason why I have the cards in my hand. So he doesn't have Defender, but he does care about Defenders, and he allows your Defenders to attack. Um, very powerful, and they assign damage according to their toughness rather than their power. Because a lot of walls have like little to no power, but a lot of toughness. Next card on our list, again, doesn't have Defender, but it does care about Defender. And that is High Alert. It's an enchantment for a generic, a white and a blue. Each creature you control assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. Creatures you control can attack as though they didn't have Defender. This one is basically an enchantment with the second ability of Arcades. Again, it doesn't necessarily have a Defender, but it does care about it. Oh, and it does have a third ability for two generic, a white and a blue untapped target creature. I don't really use it for that one. I mean, it's situational. It's four mana costs a lot to just untap a creature but again this one allows your defenders to attack and also again makes it to where they assign power equal to their toughness next one is tree of redemption uh it's uh for three generic a green it's a creature plant zero thirteen uh zero power 13 toughness defender and it also has tap exchange your life total with tree of redemption's toughness so this one if you can get it through early game turn before you you can tap it exchange your life so you go down to like 13 life and this goes up to like let's say 35 toughness then you can swing in and it deals a lot of damage and you can also use it to kind of protect yourself if you're getting really low on life you can tap this and make your life a little bit more or if you have if tree of redemption is really big like has a lot of toughness and everything you can actually use it to gain a little bit of life just by tapping it and exchanging life total uh exchanging your life total with its toughness the next one is a creature it's a wall and it's by far one of my favorites it's wall of denial because the generic a white and a blue has Defender, Flying, and Shroud, and it's a 0-8. So this thing is a really big flying Defender wall that can just really stand up against a lot of... It's a very solid blocker, and in my Arcades deck, it is a very solid attacker. It's essentially an 8-8 for 3 mana, and it's also Flying and Shroud. Uh, the next featured card is Tree of Perdition. It's a creature plant for three generic and a black. It's a 0-13 as well, same as the other tree. And it has Defender, exchange target life total with Tree of Perdition's toughness. So again, you're exchanging your life total for uh, its toughness. So this one is the more offensive style, where if someone is gaining a whole bunch of life, say they're at 60 life, you can tap this, you can drop them down to 13 and make the tree really, really big. But it is in black, so you gotta work around that. But there's some things that you can do, some decks that it can definitely go in for that. And then the last featured card is Towering Titan. It's a creature titan for four generic green green. It's a zero zero, 
but it has Towering Titan enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it, where X is the total toughness of, cre of other creatures you control. And then you can also sacrifice a creature with Defender. All creatures gain Trample until end of turn. So this one is kind of like Arcades and High Alert, where it doesn't have Defender, but it does care about defenders. And also with it entering with plus one plus one counters equal to the total toughness of other creatures that you control, it can get very big very fast. And then also sacrificing a creature with defender, you can give everything on the board uh, trample. So it can either help you or if someone's swinging in for lethal on another opponent, especially in commander, you can sacrifice a creature and give everything trample so that you can kind of help the game along. Uh, featured decks. Arcades is definitely prominent in Modern and Commander. Uh, other than that, uh, there's just some kind of uh, janky style fun decks that you can build around uh, with Defender. Now, whenever you're playing with Defender and also playing against someone that has a lot of Defender in their cre deck, when you're playing with it, build your fort while you're waiting for important pieces. So things like High Alert, Tetsuko, uh, Umazawa Fugitive, that one has, it's a legendary creature, it's a one and a blue, and has creatures with power or toughness, one or less, are unblockable. So it makes, essentially it makes all of your defenders unblockable, so that's a key piece. High alert if you don't have something that allows them to attack. So as you're, as you're trying to find all of these, you know, important pieces, you can just Put down a bunch of cheap creatures that can definitely sit there and block while you're waiting. Uh, you want to use removal to get rid of powerful or disruptive creatures. Um, things that like tap down your creatures or uh, um, enchantments even that tap down your stuff, restrict your stuff, stuff like that. Anything that is going to hinder you whenever you go for your decisive victory. Use removal to get rid of it because you can't really attack into it. And then because you are mostly in blue, you have access to counter spells. You have access to some of the arguably the best counter spells in the game. Use them wisely and to stop your opponent from doing anything that is absolutely disruptive. Uh, when you are playing against someone with a lot of defender in their deck, creature removal. Target the important ones if you can. Uh, if not, board wipes. If they don't don't have their creatures, they can't build a fort and they can't really stop anything. Exile effects. These ones are very important because if they can recur them, because they are they have access to all colors, so white, green, and black are all recursion colors, and there are some in there are creatures with defender in all of those colors. They can recur them, so if you exile them, they can't recur them. You could either go tall or go wide, but whichever one you decide to go with, commit to it. Uh, if you go tall, make it really big, make it really powerful, give it trample, uh, just suit it up so that you can punch through their defenses to overwhelm them. Uh, if you go wide, the goal is to have more creatures than they have defenders, so whatever strategy you go with, you have to commit to it. I know that kind of seems like it's really open-ended, but what I'm really trying to hammer home is you can't go tall at the beginning and then try to go wide. 
and vice versa, you can't start out wide and then decide to go tall. It's very beneficial for you to stick to one of these strategies. Either you want it to be really big, really powerful to punch through, or you want to just be able to overwhelm. If you try to switch it up in the middle, you will not be able to keep up. So decide which one you want to go with and then go with that. In different formats, like I said, uh, Commander, Arcades, and also in uh, Modern, there is a, you can build a modern deck built around Arcades and High Alert. I have played that deck before whenever it was both in Standard and also in Modern. And it was so much fun. Nobody expects it. But these decks tend to be more like jank and fun than they are competitive. Other than that, there isn't really much. Uh, I mean, you could even go into Legacy just to have even more. But other than that, there's nothing really there. Extended Reading. This one, uh, I'm going to have to uh, find the link to it or, or anything, but this one goes to all the players that enjoy all of the lore of Magic. And uh, so I'm going to uh, just kind of plug uh, Magic Arcanum because they have a series, what's happening on this plane or what's happening on in this set. And what they do is they do a deep dive into the lore to explain what all is happening. And they reference cards. So I'm going to link, link those down. I think they're usually like 10 to 20 minutes long. But it's actually really, really interesting. And I'll be sure to get that into the uh, show notes. Um, with that, calling it to the close. Any questions, comments, concerns, you want to tell me about your best defender or your best defender story, uh, you can do so by emailing us at mtgunderthehood at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using the handle at mtgunderthehood. And with that, I want to say thank you for listening to this episode of Magic the Gathering Under the Hood. I'm Chris. We look forward to delving deeper under the hood with you in our next episode. Stay tuned. Woohoo!